It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, Jamie. Hello. Lorenzo, this is Coach. Hello. Yeah, Hello? we're trying to get. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, uh, Lorenzo needs to sign on. This is Roslyn with T25. I see our principal owner's here, so we're trying to help him get signed on to the radio show. Okay. Yeah, he told me uh, 7.30. So. 
Yeah, exactly. Hold on, this is a recording. It's, it's a Call him so he can get on because he's, he's something to get on. Something's going on with his uh, his sound. Okay, should I just hold on? Yeah, just hold on. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. What's your name, by the way? Uh, Cornell Ward. They call me Coach. Oh, awesome. Nice to meet you. All right, let me, on, let me get Zoe on the line. Hey, Zoe, you need to sign on. You're not on the, the website. No, but you're you're on, but you're not you're not logged in. Yeah, you got callers waiting for you, brother. Hey, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, Andre, what are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Lorenzo's having a little difficulty signing in, so he's got to sign back on. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, now yes, I can. All right, all right. I'm yeah. so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I am late tonight. Hey, it's hot up in this damn house. I'm in a house right now. I'm there to see my background. Hey, tonight I got a co-host. Um, you know, all the big issues that's going on in Los Angeles right now with the uh, Nipsey Hustles situation. I mean, it made a big, powerful movement in our city. Um, and what I don't run into, you know, I'm all about youth empowerment, about our community. I'm always about the youth. And what I have noticed is nobody's talking to our youths out here. Nobody came to the youth about no questions, what they feel, how they feel. And I'm not just talking about the street youth. I'm talking about the smart youth that got got jobs, going to school, have have kids just like we have. You know what I'm saying? Um um, and it's just some true stuff that just came to me in my attention for the last week and a half. I call Carnell Ward because I know Carnell Ward is a liaison out there in the streets. Uh, he's from my crew. 
I know him. I trust him. He's on the front line. Um, I caught a couple more, a couple of more people that's on the line. Uh, the, the Galaxy Chief, uh, Lady, the Lady Mr. Galaxy is on the line. So we're gonna talk about the movie that they're gonna be uh, doing premiere for. That's coming up in the Lamert Park area to bring the peace, to show how you're supposed to collaborate across the world to make the world better. Um, like I said, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is Compton Politics. We're gonna go hard in the paint. Um, I, I told my guests to just be real because you are gonna. She's the first one gonna be the liaison for our community. She stepped up to me. She asked me if she can come and speak on my show. I'm very delighted. Her name is coming. She coming right here. She got a Compton Politics T-shirt on too. Uh, she does. She does a couple of things. I want her to introduce herself. Uh, can you introduce yourself about who you are, what you do for us, the eyebrow thing? That's very important that they know. Okay, everyone. If you guys don't Let's know who to. I am, my name is Kriana. I actually am a Beverly Hills High School alumni. I also am a permanent makeup artist. If you do not know what that is, I do permanent makeup, which is within the eyebrows. Um, I do. I do um if you are missing some hair in your hairline i do that as well it's a lot of multiple things that i do but um all right now let her talk just a little talk i also have my best friend on live as well with me to just so everybody can hear what she has to say as well and i also have we both have our live feed on just so you can hear feedback from the rest of the community and not just us as well so what we're going to be doing, we're going to be actually taking questions from Instagram and certain other places that people are interested in finding out really what these youths are feeling, what the youths are going through. I mean, we have to be open, y'all. We can't keep on being grown and not listen to these youths. I mean, straight when that stuff went on, all you seen was the same old folks. Look, I'm 54, but you know what? I was their age once and nobody listened to us. That's why we was ruthless and things and we did our own thing. But now it's the world and changed. The OGs were the the OGs but uh the youth nowadays is these cell phones. That's the OGs. This is the OGs, is these cell phones. They don't need nobody to tell them what to do. They want to come partner up, they want to put their parts in it on every movement what's going on. So I'm gonna let Kriana talk a little bit. But Robin, can I come to you in about 15 minutes? We're gonna split this up, but I want to get started, get the crowd started, and get her because she got a lot on her mind she wanna speak about. I told her to be careful with her words, but she's speaking for the other youths that's out here, 35 and under, because a lot of youths haven't had a chance to talk about what they feel. A lot of youths are trying to be successful, just like Mr. Hustle. No matter if he lived, however he lived his life, he was still successful. He came back. I look at him like this. He was a, he was a, he was a young man that had a lot of desire. He was changing his life. He changed his life. But one thing he did, he lived by what he said he did, what he wanted to do. He was a true young man. You know what I mean? He died at the age of 33 years old, the same age as Jesus died. You feel what I'm saying? And you also got to understand the dude was really a blessing. He was from Ethiopia. He was 100% African. If you really, let's go down to the nitty gritty. Let's look at who we had in our community. So a lot of stigma is about African men. We have to break that stigma. That's what I see where he made change at. He broke that stigma of what I feel African men don't care about American men. That young man was a young African man, lived in America, lived an American dream, successful, and he came back 
and he got American money and he helped his own country in his own country. And he also, as an African, he helped black men and black families. And that's so powerful to me because I was, I have stigma about that type of situation that African men and American men don't get along. That young man broke the stigma of that. So this young lady going to spit. She's going to talk right now. I don't know the young lingo. I'm going to let her talk. Go ahead and spit your stuff, what you want to tell the society. Okay, so the first thing I would like to say is I know a lot of people um, my age and in my age group, some of them are gangbangers, some of them aren't, but a lot of them are not necessarily for or understand this peace treaty or we just want to know how long is this going to really happen. Like, it really was a lot of older people that was for it, but like a, a lot of us young people we just feel like some of them is in jail for this, some of them died for this. So it's like just to go out, oh, like peace treaty, like some of them is just not going for it. And I feel like because in our community, you know, change starts with us now because they so older now, it's not necessarily really for them. It's really for us. The change really starts with us. So what can we do really necessarily to make LA a better place, a safer place, so we don't have to deal with all these hate crimes? Because I know it was a lot of conspiracy things said, but really when you break it down and get to the bottom of it, it really was just all all hate. It was just all hate of why Nipsey was killed, which affected a lot of us in our community, affected a lot of us in our group. Like it, it shakes me up still when I even think about it. But I mean, if we really want to continue on his legacy and continue to, you know, just better ourselves as one, we got to start with ourselves as an individual. But I mean, it, it depends on if everybody is down for that. So. So what I is it? Can I, can, so what? So what is it that? Because you was telling me how y'all thought it wasn't fair that you know. Didn't nobody really bring the use to the table. Nobody gave the use of voice on how to what they felt about what's going on. I mean, no, like I feel I, I'm 54, and I know in the next 30 years I'm gonna be 84. You're gonna be 50 something. I'm gonna be 80 something. Y'all gonna be the next leaders. So we got to respect somebody somewhere at some time because you are the next leaders. That dude was 33 years old. And that means if we're looking at that 33 year old as a leader, how many more leaders behind him that's ready just like him right now that we ignoring? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. There's some 21-year-old leaders like yourself out there. There's some 25-year-old leaders out there. You know what I mean? It just don't stop right there, but it's a start from him. You know, she wants to get on to talk about the stigma of like not understanding use, not wanting to listen to him. I mean, why not? Why not? It wasn't a lot of use involved. Why not have it been a youth, a youth form where youth can speak about and tell their feelings about how they feeling? I mean, she was telling me that they fear when she becomes successful, she's gonna fear somebody gonna kill them, and it's also the community gonna do is to have a march. So that's what she came to me about, and it kind of concerned me. I see some people on the line. Carnell Ward, do you have anything to respond to that right there? Because you out there, Carnell. Yeah. <clears throat> well, first of all, uh, uh, Coach Ward, Cornell Ward. Um, uh, uh, I, I love the youth. Uh, I happen to uh, <laughs> have seven daughters at home and from the ages of 20, 22 to, to 35. So I, I understand the millennium. All of my daughters feel a certain way about what took place. Uh, they actually, uh, 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 the ones that, the daughter that's his age got off of social media because 
there was just so much negative stuff, and she hates seeing, you know, the actual scene of him getting knocked down. And so, uh, but we, we've had dialogue every single day because you guys talk a few You know, one thing that I've always told my daughters is that, that they have to speak life at all times, even in negative, negative situations. Wherever you go, whatever you do in life, somebody always envy or jealous or malice against you. When you when you the first team, somebody is always trying to knock you down. When you are doing real class, somebody is always talking about you. When you look good, somebody is to do Hey, talking your phone, Kamal. Talking your phone, brother. You're kind of talking low. I'm talking low? Yeah, there you go. You sound hey. good right there. Okay. And uh, everyone uh, always pretty much want to knock down a person who's doing well. And uh, uh, it, it, it ain't no different from what, what we've seen before. It's just that he was doing so well for those who were less fortunate. He realized that in order for him to change the, the, the narrative, he had to help the homies who was trying to get out of the street, the homies that was coming home from prison. It was actually a guy who had just came home from doing 20 years who he was trying to help put in some new gear the same day he was knocked down. You know, right. and, and, you know, cause there's a lot of theories out there that what took place. And, and because you said that I, I am on the front line, I was, I did come uh, to the aid uh, of the situation and found out, you know, more impactful details of what took place. And so when this guy was his friend, people saying that he wasn't his friend, he was his friend. I got documents, I got photos, and Nipsey was like a nephew to me. And the last words that he said to me is, hey, Unc, I love you. And so even though I'm not his biological uncle, he's always respected his elders, and, and, and that's a good thing because then that meant he was going at, at one point, he would be listening to his elders for wisdom or, or, or wise words so he'll know how to go in whatever direction he chose. And, for, and that's why it's important that the young people continue to speak life. They, they must stay focused at all times, and they must keep, continue to educate themselves. You know, and, and, and education can come in so many different ways. It just—I'm just not talking about education in school. I'm talking about in regards to being an entrepreneur. What do you want to do in life? How do I get there? Who do I talk to? Who do I who do I uh, uh, go to get the information from so I can be stable in what I'm trying to get accomplished? If you knew Nipsey, he used to get harassed at that same spot where he now owns. He didn't give up. He didn't quit. He, he, they used to come in there and, and kick in the door when they first started. He used to lease that place. Now he owns it, but he had to go through a lot to get to that point. So for the young people who have seen what Nipsey has been doing, he had to fight the good fight. And, and that's how it goes. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I really appreciate that input. You know, that goes a long way uh, with what needs to be said, what needs to be heard from a person that's on the front line, because I haven't been on the front line. I only went on the, like the second day, paid my respects, you know. Um, it was kind of hard for me because, you know, I'm all about the use, all about the use, and that's Absolutely. what it's all about. You know, it's all about empowering these youths, not leaving them behind, though. You know, I just I just pray that our city kind of look at all our youths as a vessel, as vessels, even the ones that's in the dark. Let's bring some light to them. You know what I mean? For this young lady to step up and say she wants to be on Compton politics, I know how shy she is. So this is a shy young lady right here. For her to come on my show like this and do this, there's a lot of more youths out there that want to open up 
and tell the truth and say how they feel out here in society. You feel what I'm saying? So tonight is dedicated to the youths, y'all. And I'm just going to give them their props and their respect because we was used at once. We took chances. A lot of us, we know we lost a lot of friends at young ages. A lot of our friends didn't make it to 18. A lot of our friends didn't make it to 21. A lot of our friends didn't make it to 33. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and we got to just come together on another type of energy. And I'm going to speak on this level because that's what's being spoken out there in society. They speak about red and blue in our community, but they need to do a truce in the White House. That's where the red and blue is really from. We need to check out where the red and blue really come from. They got Republicans and Democrats. They red and blue. So what are we arguing for? They need to come on down and have a truce with us so we can be all right and be able to trust each other down here. That's what's got to happen. So, like I said, this comes from politics of Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, we live in effect. This is youth night. Uh, I'm sure Kriana have more. Do you have any questions on your Instagram or anything? Anything else you want to speak about? I okay. see your friend I wanted, over here. Yeah, I wanted to give her a chance to speak as well. Okay, what's her what's her questions? Can y'all please be patient with me? Hold on, just put her she's her? Yeah. So they can hear her right here. What's your questions? Yo, yo, you hear me? Yes, I can. The world can hear you. Okay. Um, I don't have a question. It's just like I just feel like the world is like just getting worse. Like, and I feel like with our generation, I feel like we we could we could really change it because I just feel like a, a cycle, like in all this hate and stuff everybody towards each other it's just honestly for no reason like honestly in my opinion i feel like gang banging is like dumb but i mean everybody come together though like that that really means a lot like that was so surprising like <laughs> I got you. So, so what do you think would be the first step from what you think in your knowledge of what you think it will help to start the change from you, what you think, even though if you don't know the knowledge or, or know how to start it, but what do you just off the top, what do you think it'll make a change from just your part? What do you think you can do? What do you think you can do? I mean, really, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you would like to do? She said, even pray for your enemies. You feel what I'm saying? This is what these youths are talking about. They knowing how to pray. They know what they need to do. It's just that they got to see adults act correctly with each other so they can have something to live off of, so they can see something that we do positive. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of them say the truth is cool, but a lot of them say, how long is it going to last? How long is the truth going to last? Is it like after three weeks? Um, Things, everybody in the front, the papers and stuff like that. What's going to happen after three weeks? I mean, is mm -hmm. it all the gangs that are part of the truth? Or is it just for the gangs that had the truth? Is it the truth for the world? Is it a worldly truth? Is it a proclamation? I mean, we, me and her were speaking about 
passing a proclamation. A proclamation is way better than the truth because a proclamation puts you up under a situation to where everybody is up and saying the wrong thing is wrong and the right thing is right all on the same abhor. You know what I'm saying? So I think a proclamation would really help the city of Los Angeles far as a truth because a proclamation is what stopped slavery supposed to, you know, but it did emancipate it. You know what I'm saying? So a proclamation might help the situation a little bit more because it gives us a little bit more power because of proclamation, because the truth is just something that we send. But when you do a proclamation, a proclamation is giving you the power to throw an event every year on that month. So that month would be a uh, uh, peace treaty month of the month. Just like they have Black History Month, they have uh, uh, Heart Month. So I would rather do a pass a proclamation up under this to where everybody understand on what's going on and why we sitting at the round table and why we having the youths there, the, the, the old school and the young school there to turn into the pro school. A lot of changes got to be made, but it's got to be made with everybody together. And I hope, yeah. they, you know what I'm saying? And I hope everybody really understand what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to, I'm not a teacher. I'm not none of that stuff, but I listen to other people and I have to put it together, bring it out on company politics so it can make sense. Because we don't have really a lot of avenues to speak like this, to talk like this. You know, where nobody gonna tell you to be quiet and what you're saying is wrong. Is no right, is no wrong answer on company politics. Um, I don't know, it's a lot of things we can talk about about the situation, but I'm here to talk about most things and how to do better. You know, through my life experience, we already know what the government can do. We already know how the government can come in, but it's up to us to be the gatekeepers for ourselves and be able to stop, you know, stop things from coming in our community. We can stop things. I mean, I look at it like this, and I'm going to keep it 1,000 with y'all. When I seen that brother get on Facebook Live, on Media Live, and made an announcement and said, I want everybody to be at this certain spot at this time and this time. Man, our community came together like like, I'm sorry, like butt cheeks. It was over 4,000 people in a parking lot within an hour, all because of one man said, come together. Like somebody said, like my son said, my son graduated from more. I'm sure y'all know him, Lorenzo Darnell Murphy Jr. I called him. He's one of the same youngsters that's talking about how he feel about what's going on. He feel, they feel they've been left out. He even graduated from Morehouse. He works at Tom Perry. He does a lot of great things. He's not a gang member. You know what I'm saying? He didn't follow him up himself. And I, and I praise him for that. But at the same time, what they feel, what they feel is what they feel, and we have to respect that. So all I'm saying is this. Somebody have to take the lead, and somebody has to stay behind and watch out that nobody following us. Sometimes the people at the end of the line are the most important ones. You don't never let nobody pass you up. You're supposed to be the lookout. You're supposed to watch our back. There's somebody from the front. Go ahead. Somebody has something to say? Well, so they, I mean, it's open forum right now. And if anybody have um, anything to add on, go ahead, McCriana. So my friend, uh, Jamie, she said, just for everyone to hear this, do we have any suggestions how we as people could take steps on how to come together and move strong in the right direction? 
I feel one step, of course, will be, I know it's not going to be a walk in the park. I know it's not going to be done tomorrow, but the thing with this peak treat and this gangbang, I feel like we should all take it very seriously, especially everyone our age. We should take it seriously because at the end of the day, they're going to be gone. They are going to be gone. It's all up to us because we're going to, yes. We're, we have to be the change that you want to see in the world. And it starts with us because after us, after us, we have our kids. I don't know if anybody's a parent, but I'm a parent. I have a two-year-old. So if I don't try to make a change into this world, it's going to be, you know, it's just going to keep going down, going down and going down. So I feel like we could start off with gangbang and really everybody should more likely come together with all this hate crime and violence and all that we can try to make a difference with that we could try to do something different so what do you think what do you think what do you think what do you actually think from your perspective from which you've been going through in life and who you know what do you think could really make a change in la you're only 21 what do you think 22 i'm sorry she's 22 i'm sorry y'all 22 but you know what is it that you think can make a change you from your heart. From my, from my heart. From your heart. If we all come in peace. That's the only way. What do you think it'll make it? How do we come in peace? How, how do we come in peace? I mean, we just have to stop hating one another just off of the fact that, oh, for example, this person is from 60s and this person is from Hoover, so I hate them. But that might be your cousin. That might even be that might be your bloodline. But you hate them because they're from a different hood. Like, what really, what really exactly are we fighting for? What really are y'all fighting for as gang members? What really are y'all fighting for? For what? For someone that reminds you of you, just a different hood. I mean, what really are we fighting for? And, and you know, it's way bigger than the gang situation. We let's get this not misunderstood. It's way bigger than a gang situation. Adults is part of the problem too. That's why I let the youths get on my line tonight. You know, I don't never let no, this is the first time I ever let somebody be live on me, video with me. You know what it's I mean? Because it's a it's a serious issue. Did you say somebody else on your Instagram? I almost said one thing that can make a change is just simply picking up the trash you see on the streets. And somebody said, really to, say that loud again. Somebody to put this on her Instagram. And also someone, my friend Jane, she said the gangs can put in community work for their block for the kids and the homeless. I think that's all. Awesome somebody said the gangs can put in some community a, work for the block and the homeless. That's actually something good that um, everyone from TMC and the Marathon, they should continue and do that just to keep the yeah. peace in their neighborhood on Crenshaw and Slauson to keep his legacy going because that's things that Nipsey was doing. I think that should be continued on. All right. Hey, Rock. What was that? I feel like how we can change it, it's pretty much kind of what you said, like the whole, everybody just come together,
You think so? Did you hear my question? I think her okay. her camera's okay. I'm gonna continue on with it. So um another thing I would say Okay. I, I think um another thing is we should stop glorifying gangs. We should definitely stop glorifying so why do you because you show she said that we need to stop glorifying gangs so what do you mean we glorifying gangs giving them too much credit giving them too much credit giving them too much um because we already know that they're hated in the system but like if we stop glorifying it maybe people would stop you know like getting into that because once you get into the system it's a whole different story because the gang was glorified that they put themselves into they, they put you on gang file it's a whole different story after that because once you are a gang member in the system they don't care about what's going on with your life what you did if this is your first case or nothing you get that gang file it's a it's like a wrap for you no matter the age or nothing like that so i think if we if we stop glorifying gangs that would be that would be a really big start. Even though Nipsey Hussle was from 60s, it's well known, he definitely was trying to make a change and stop stop it. So I mean, why not continue on what he was doing and try to stop it? And, and one way is we gotta stop glorifying gangs. We do. I understand. And did you hear that, Cornell? Yes, I did. Uh, I, 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 but I love these young people, so I didn't want to chime in over her. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, know, yeah, for sure. So, like, Coach, and, and that's me talking to you, you young ladies. Uh, I have seven girls, again, 22 through 35, and I got 10 grandkids. So I, I understand about family a lot. I've been married for 35 years. I'm, you know, I'm pretty much well-respected with a lot of people all over the state, county, and country, and all that old kind of stuff. But the key is, is this. He never denounced his gang. Um, however, he was trying to do the right thing. And then you got to kind of look at what is that? I mean, do he denounce his gang, where he from, the hood he came from? Or do he turn back to pull somebody up and pull somebody in? Because he, he had employed like 29 guys. 
So right now the 29 guys probably are looking for new jobs because their boss just got, you know, knocked down, right? But, right. But, but it's just like I hear you babies talking on the phone right now, and I know what Lorenzo is doing with Compton Politics. I think that you guys need to go to Lorenzo and get your own show going. You guys got to be the voice. You can do it. You can do it. That's the whole thing about what we're talking about. We, we, if, if we're going to take empowerment, this, uh, empowerment, then, then he wants to make people entrepreneurs. He didn't want you to work for somebody. He wants you to work for yourself. So and let's, let's take that, um, let's take that energy means, on. Though. You know, and, and then, and then, and then let's, let's look at uh, um, the gang situation. I think one of the babies said to, today that we should wake up and, and, and pray. No question, no doubt. I do know this. As an elder, you can't serve two masters. Even though Nipsey was doing all the right stuff, you still can't be doing no gang stuff because what comes out of that is death, jail, and, or, and, and, and harm. You put, put, you put people in harm's way because even though they did the uh, the march and all the gang members, which was the eight trays and the six that came together, which had a long time, they came together. I heard the baby saying, well, how long is that that's going to last? Well, you're the one who make it last because even though you might not be from that community, wherever you're from, you have to speak life into a dying circumstance. Just because somebody in the gang, how you going to get them out of the gang? You got to know how to do that. You got to know how to have that conversation. Because most people who talk to their kids that are in gang, they have an issue, they have a concern, they get mad, and they leave home and they never come back. You know, even with the girls and the babies, they, the girls that get into gangs, they, they start taking drugs. This drug business is really what confused our mind. When, when Lorenzo said it's the parents and it's the adults, if y'all under, understood our lifestyle 30 years ago before you guys were born, we were out there at 19, 18, and, and 20, and 21, and we were selling all this poison, not, not even knowing that we were going to kill our own community. We thought it was just a way of getting us some money, and we're going to be all right. And the only thing that did, the dope game did, it killed everything we love. And that's why we do what we do today, because we understand that we have to help versus tear down. And that's, and that's where we are. So we, we are there for you, young people. We want to encourage you. We want to keep you lifted. We want to keep praying for you, just like you said. And anything that we have, we'll give it to you. And it won't cost you no money. It will cost you your time. That's it. Yes, I love that, uh, Carnell. I was just talking to Carnell earlier about coming through a, uh, a youth open forum conference with the young school and the old school together man and really just throw something big for the community where everybody have a voice it won't be no wrong or right answer it's just people sitting there breaking bread like we're doing right now this is just a start right yeah. here you know what i'm saying and i just want to just get the community together you know like on this format to show them that we do have a platform we can work from that we own t25 huh yeah, and I was just going to say, you're so right, you're so on point, because when you allow our young people to speak their mind, we can help help guide them in, in which way they want to go. Because God said, and I ain't talking about what Coach said, God said, lean not to your own understanding. See, we got to get away from what we think is right and know what God said is right. That's right. why the baby said we need to wake up and pray. Stop stop saying, telling people what you should do. What is God saying we should do? 
Because that's, that's the only one who helped save. That's the only one who helped save me from myself was God. I didn't go to no rehab. I didn't go to no men's meeting. I didn't go to no no church. It was God Himself. You know, and and, and He can come when you're in the bathroom. He can come when you're in the backyard. He can come when you're in jail. He can come when you're getting out of jail. Whatever, whenever that epiphany takes place, that's what He's there for. Yes. So, Carnell, I mean, I know we're speaking about that, though, uh, about trying to do something for the community as soon as possible. You know, yeah. I'm not saying like tomorrow, but I've been that we got people listening all around the world. I got extensions out here. Young, We see we got young ladies. We got young men that's ready to just find a location somewhere, man, where we can do this and really get more information for ourselves, man, because uh, I think this is working right here. You feel what I'm saying? Um Oh, absolutely. I know the Galaxy Chief is on the line. Galaxy Chief, I see you on the line. You have anything to say about this conversation? Yeah. Hold on. Let me put that answer there. Hold on a second. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Children like Lois and Queen and and uh, definitely want to commit. Yeah, they're talking to the phone. Stop talking to your phone, Chief. Hello, hello. Yeah, you know. At least we can hear you a little louder. Okay. Okay. I was just saying, just want to thank you for the great work that you're doing there in Well, I think he's having a little bit of technical difficulties. And if um, you're breaking up, your sound is really muffled. You must be able to walk talking. I'm talking right into my headset. I think it might be my computer. The memory is going bad. Okay. What about now? Is it better? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I got turned all the way up now. Um, we, we, we definitely have a problem for sure. And this is a very, very serious problem. It's been going on since actually the, the end uh, of slavery. And now it is intensifying. And now because we have these weapons of destruction in our communities, and we're using these weapons of destructions to kill one another. And it's really gotten down to a situation where we don't value black life anymore. It's a, a black man and a black woman's life nowadays is maybe on the level of a, a, a roach or a rat or something when you can just arbitrarily just go out here and just take somebody's life and with no compulsion and i would like to know this case that we're discussing tonight the uh, the artist that was killed wh what are the facts in that case uh, somebody said he had 29 bodyguards around him no he didn't what, what are the facts in, in this case? What actually happened? Well, from my perspective, it's come to politics. I don't put out no news. I don't know. I really mean myself personally. I cannot speak on none of that. 
and I'm not going to speak on all that, but if someone on the line that can actually say something and comment to that and it's just keep it 1,000 because we don't want no false information. We want to keep rumor control game type. So if you can't say nothing cool, don't say nothing at all. If you don't know nothing, don't say nothing. Because uh, we're going to, this is a very sensitive conversation that we're having. Um, the world is listening. And I just want to keep this a, a culture situation. So if anybody have any elaboration to say about that, please do. If don't, we just keep on talking about something else on that level. But I don't, I can't answer that. See, from oh, a distance, no, we he heard that. Hold on, see somebody selling you something right now. Hold on just a oh, moment. Oh, oh. He didn't have nobody with him. He didn't have no bodyguards with him. If you look on his bodyguards page, he actually retired because of this situation. He wasn't there. And he had said that he rather he rather been his own life than Nipsey's life. Nobody was with him because, again, he was going to get clothes for his friend that just did 20 years in prison. So he didn't have no bodyguards with him or nothing. And then again, this is his business. This is his store where he got killed that nobody really is thinking, oh, I need um, I need security or I need my bodyguards just to walk up to my store, my my franchise where I where I make my money. No one is really going to think that. And it was just a spirit of moment type thing. That's what you could read about really, but no one was there. This is Coach. Oh, so let me let, let me share this with you. Um, only because I I I can say this, and most people can't. Uh, again, when I say that you can't serve two masters, that means that my baby, and I'm talking about this Hustle. I consider him as my baby. I, I just only knew him since 2007 when he first started. You can't be a, a, a gang member and ever be comfortable in your discomfort. Period. Because, baby, if you start your business, you can have your business and you can have it wherever you want to. But if it's gang tied to it, then that means that somebody, either on your team or the cross rival, have action that's trying to get at you in some kind of foul way. You place yourself in harm's way. You can never be slipping. Because the rule on the street is, if you're a gang member, slippers don't can't get caught slipping. My baby, my baby, my baby was in a situation where he did feel comfortable. I'm right here. I'm in my community. I'm in my hood. Whatever that is, even though it was somebody from their own side who knocked them down, it's still an issue. You can't. I mean, when you choose that life, that's what I'm saying. When I mean, you can't choose two masters. You gotta have one or the other. And even you never denounced it, not even in music either. In his rap song, I love his songs. And I, and I don't listen to rap. Just the first time I heard it, so many because of what took place. But what took place, and when I listen to what I'm hearing, I'm saying, wow, man, this, that still sounds like some 60 stuff. And 60 have rivals, arch rivals. And if anybody know the history of 60, the, the, the real to the real is that they have in-house situation this happened to be an in-house situation and that ain't something i heard that's something i know right 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 so so really what you're saying is you can't it's just on some real rule like you said you can't live you can't, can't you can't live a double life you can't have one foot in one foot out you got to be 10 toes can't down. Do that. you know what i'm saying you got to be 10 toes down you know what i'm saying i'm 10 toes down you know i'm just gonna keep it 1000 i'm 10 toes down i i can't be involved no more i love everybody i rather do radio I'd rather do film. I'd rather talk to youth. 
I'd rather help somebody. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. I I'll, I'll give it to our babies in, in in another way, in a layman terms. I can't. I, I used to sell poison. I used to sell dope. I used to sell crack. I can't sell crack and be the head football coach at a college. Now I left the crack game to go to college, to go back to college, to graduate from college, to now telling my story to these young boys who look up to me, and I say, "Listen, man, y'all can't do what I did." Y'all come in here and get your degree and move on and be productive in life. I graduated over 8,000 student-athletes all over the country, NFL, college, all that kind of stuff. But I can't still be out there selling crack and doing it. Or now I'm in a pulpit. I am a pastor now. I can't be, in a, I can't be a pastor and then be messing with some little girls in the back somewhere. Who go, that's one foot in and one foot out. You can't do that. Even though I'm helping, I'm, spe- I'm speaking a good word, but I'm lying to myself because I'm cheating the congregation when I do something like that. That stuff happens. It just particularly happened to somebody who we, we care about. You can't say that I'm going to come out, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out of the dope game, and now I'm still going to have one foot in and one foot out. I can't do it. So, and, so, and, so, and, that's and, the lesson. so that's a good lesson that everybody needs to listen to, even the elders and the elders, because the elders still kind of got kitty minds too. Let's not just, and I'm not putting the jackets on nobody. Everybody have a moment, moment in their life to where you're going to make a mistake, no matter how old you are. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead, Karina. She want to say so, something. Karina, want to say something. Okay, so um, me... Um, I grew up listening to Nipsey Hussle. I have family that are from the same hood as him. Um, if you really listen to what Nipsey Hussle says, he says he is a gangbanging graduate. He says that in one of his songs. He, um, I don't think he had one foot in and one foot out the other. I never really looked at him like that. I looked at him somebody, as somebody who never uh, discredited where he's from, but he's showing you because that's where I came from and that's who I was before. I can still be Grammy nominated. I can still have all these businesses. It's about what you put your mind to. Just because he was real and kept and he kept it authentic to himself, he still was a successful business owner with multiple businesses. So I don't think he had one foot in and one foot out the other, still gangbanging, still doing all that. I mean, he still was he still was Nipsey from 60s, but he still was Nipsey, the successful business owner, the successful self-made almost um millionaire hundred millionaire that's what he was trying to get to but he still was a millionaire though so i really never looked at him like that nipsey always promoted himself as self-made he inspired a lot of us especially me to be self-made nipsey owns his raps he he owns all his beats everything that he produced he owned it you don't hear a lot of you don't hear a lot about that and this is somebody who has come from the streets from la from LA so that was just like you know inspirational and that's how a lot of us looked at him we never really looked at him like that like oh he's still gangbanging but he do this and do that no we we didn't look at him like that so we didn't really catch that vibe from Nipsey because that's not what he was promoting not at all see that's what I'm saying it's a separate world it's two worlds and what we see and what they see the millennials see some whole different level to me to i guess to that energy of theirs is just a regular lifestyle you know what i'm saying to us we already know where that comes from because we know before it was crips it was cribs 
You know what I'm saying? Before it was Cribs, it was Black Panthers. Before it was Black Panthers, it was Strategic Airmen. You feel what I'm saying? Before the Strategic Airmen, it was Black Wall Street. So a lot of people don't know the levels of what we've been through to get to where we at today. It's the reason why that young man was able to do that. It's the reason why I was able to do what I do. It was the reason why that the Galaxy Chief able to build this development so we can be on this radio show. I don't know where the Chief come from. All I know is the Chief is from Oakland. I don't know what Chief used to be like. I don't know what Rodman used to be like. You get what I'm saying? We don't know. So some people do have their foot in and some foot out. Some people have both foot in over here and they know how to take both of them feet, take them up from out of here and put both of them feet over here. And I think that's maybe what was going on. But like I said, I'm here to talk positive. I'm here to make sure that the world know that the youths out here need to be heard, not just in Los Angeles. If anybody out there in society in your city, if you got a radio show, if you got a, a place where you know you know that youths want to speak and talk, it don't matter whatever. I just want the youth, to, I just want us to be able to be adults and be proactive. And be able to be uh, uh, just like the youngsters and listen to what they have to say. And I commend everybody that's calling in tonight and everybody that's on Facebook Live and Instagram that's taking their time out and listening to what's going on, not being judgmental because this, this is a very delicate, sensitive situation for everybody, man. I mean, you can look on the, on the media, man. People all across the world is touched just by this movement, man. And also responsibility for Los Angeles to be the leaders. We are the leaders to start to change. And I think we are being the leaders of starting to change with these youth. And I think God, like Parnell say, has always got to put God first. I thank God that God gave T25 to me. It was a one of the reasons if I haven't did any other show, I commend, I, I thank God that God let me do this show tonight. Because I wasn't going to do it because I don't want to start no politics. I don't want to be involved with the, the red tape. But this is comfortable policy. And I just want to be a vessel for the community to let right. them this, know this dialogue this dialogue must take place it must take place it must happen you we all must hear and listen to our young people because they're crying out they're trying to figure this thing out and we and i'm saying as as adults we haven't been the best examples come on there you. you go you know, so so about, I, that that that's 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 the way that I would have it. I hope that you hear me, baby girl, because if I'm trying to be an example and I don't know how to get out of it, you know, almost like when Nipsey took the situation. He, he he knew what he was doing. He knew what he wanted, and he knew that he wasn't gonna denounce his hood. But but let's 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 face some of these other realities that I know, and I'm only speaking on what I know, is that more people who did hardcore hip-hop rap, it caused more people pain than it caused them happiness. For his particular situation, it was, it was changing. It was turning. But, but when you look at it from a, a, somebody who has kids or or daughters and you say well dang should i allow them to listen to this because some of the stuff is hardcore i'm just talking about and i know how y'all feel because that's just y'all genre I, I get it but i have to i have to make a choice as an adult that my grandson who's seven versus the one that's 15 or 17 which you can listen to and which you can't listen to now you're going to go to school and do it anyway because you hear that school, because I, I I try to figure it out. I said, damn, how did my grandson know that 
know he know all the Nipsey songs. You don't listen to it in my house. You ain't listening to it in my car. You listening to it somewhere else. And 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 the, and it is what it is. But if I if if my grandson is away from his grandfather and all of a sudden he hears the Nipsey song and 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 I'm getting my grind on, but I call a woman out of her name because he heard that in a rap song. You know, where's the discipline come in? If I didn't even know he said it until somebody else came back to me, you know, your grandson called his little girl a bee or a hoe or or this or we gonna do that. So there's a lot of variables there that we still got to clean up as adults while you guys are still making the change on the transformation of whatever's going to take place in this business, in this era that you guys live in. There, there's not enough parent involvement. There's not enough dialogue like we're having right now. This needs to happen on, not every day, not every week or every Monday. This needs to happen every day. Yes, it does. Because that's, the only, that's the only way we – that's the only way – I personally believe that we can come about change because I, 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 I feel you. I felt your passion in, in regards to how you feel about Nipsey, you know, and, and, and I can only say what, you know, if you there's a movie called Love Chronicle 2, Love Chronicle 2. If you go back and watch that movie, Nipsey is playing a gang member in the movie, and he gets shot. But after him being shot, he comes to church. Well, there's a preacher in the movie saying these very words. They said, Nipsey, what you going to choose? You're going to choose right or wrong. You're going to choose love or hate. You're going to choose heaven or hell. Which one are you going to choose? And, you know, he put his head down because that was me talking to him. I was the preacher in that movie. And then three years later, I see my nephew. He said, Unc. I said, what's going on, boy? He said, I still remember what you told me. So every time that I get a chance to speak life, I'm going to speak life. That's my responsibility. That's where I got to be held accountable as an adult. That's where I got to be. So that means I spoke something to him that he got it. And and Whatever way you change or however you do it, it happens. And then you got to kind of go from there. We, we, we can't save you. Only God can save you. And you got to be able to make those choices as, as a young, as, as a new millennium. I, I, again, I feel your pain. I feel your passion for, for Nipsey and, and for the official record, too. I don't believe that he had one foot in and one foot out, but I believe in regards to what he was singing about had one foot in and one foot out. Right. That's that, that's that's what that's where I I, I got a concern, baby girl. Uh, you know, I'm 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 a daddy. I'm a grandpa. I'm a I'm a husband. I'm a father. Uh, I'm a coach. You know, and so every time that I get a chance to speak to you, millenniums, I you know I ain't hardcore. I I feel you. I let you respond. I let you get it in, and I say, hey, well, this is what I would hope you get out of this. And that's coach. Man, that's powerful, man. Like I said, I really appreciate everything. How you just taking your time out, man, with my show tonight. Um, do you have anything to respond to that? So um, I, I, I felt I, I understand what you're saying, but um, just if it was, I feel like if his music was just only that, I, I feel like if you really listen, if you really stay down with Nipsey, his music, his image, everything took all into an elevation 
of as in him growing as a person, just like we all grow as a person over time. I hope we do. Not necessarily everybody, but you should be growing as a person over time and over the years. But if it was just a promotion of 60s, I feel like he wouldn't have touched so many bloods, so many enemy hoods, because as you see in this peace treaty, it was a gang of enemy enemy hoods. 60s is one of the most hated gangs in LA. And he touched them as well. They're not going to listen to 60 Crip all day. They're not going to listen to that. That's their enemy hood. They're not going to sit here and listen to that. They're not going to sit here and listen to that. So for him to um, get into their heads as well, I mean, like, I feel like Missy was just repping where he was from. I mean, we all know he's from 60s. We can't change that. He's not going to get a DP just because, um, you know, he's still he's still a street person. I mean, no one no one necessarily wants to do that. But that's like saying, like, for example, I have a brother. My brother is from 40s. My brother's from neighborhood 40s, rolling 40s. My brother now, he's took an elevation, ele elevation in his life, and now he is a real estate broker. That's the highest you can be in real estate. He can have his own office. So, I mean, but he's still from L.A. He'll still tell you, depending on who you're talking to, same thing Nipsey said to Diddy, if you ever seen that interview, he's from 40s. Or he grew up in Crenshaw District. I mean, you it's still just you being true to yourself. That's all what it is. It's just you being true to yourself. And you can't really ask nobody to not be true to themselves because, I mean, who wants to fake it? Why fake it? See, one thing about what I know is you can't fake in L.A. You can't be no fake in L.A. You can't floss. You can't <laughs> fake because the real know the real and the fake know the fake. So uh, anybody that's out here just trying to fake and perpetrate, you don't get your car pulled on some real stuff. So that's that's a no-no in L.A. You can't fake. You can't floss. You know what I'm saying? And don't nobody like nobody telling either. So that's number one rule. Um, I want to just put a little shout out to my T25 family. Um, I want them to do like a little, they called in to do like a little uh, commercial about what's going on with the movie. United We Stand is going to be shown in Lamert Park coming up. Uh, everybody's out is invited. I forgot, I got to remember the date. If you can text me the date, I can tell people before the show is over, send me the information, Rosalind, if you're still around. Uh, the movie will be shown in Lamert Park, and I think either this month, everybody is welcome. We have 110 seats open. Uh, it's actually a, um, the same thing that goes along with this movement we're trying to do. It shows you with through music that the world can be changed by helping different countries. Um, that's it for that. I'm gonna come back to that. I hope Roslyn sent me some more information so I can talk about it. I want to just speak on something that I am not going to give all the information about. But um, like I say, tonight was basically for the youth to speak. Uh, I have another youth over here, but she's just walking around. I don't think she want to say nothing. She might want to say something from the side. You do? I'm not gonna put my face. Okay, in you the ain't camera, have to say. What you can say right here and talk. What you got um, to say? Come I'm, right here. I'm Kriana's. Uh, you guys can't see me. Can y'all go ahead? You guys can hear me. I'm Kriana's childhood friend. Um, you know. We're around the same age. I'll be 21 on Wednesday. Um, you know, Nipsey Hussle's death, death, I think it affected all of us. Like, I don't even know this man. 
And I was laying in bed the other day just listening to a song and I started crying. I said, damn, like this really, it affected all of us. You know, I was at work and my mom called me. She said, Nipsey Hussle died. My mom don't even listen to rap. She hates our music. My mom is 52 years old. She hates how our music is now. So for her to call me and say Nipsey Hussle died, you know, that it meant something to her too. She was like, I just was starting to like him. You know, I found out what he was doing. I feel like he was a good person. Um, you know, we don't live too far from the Crenshaw district. I went to Dorsey. I went to Crenshaw as well. So I know how big that Crenshaw movement is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, that's their lifestyle. A lot of people live, you know how many, like, it's nothing but like kids that live in the app on 5th Ave and 10th Ave. It's nothing but people our age. Mm-hmm. So for, you know, I didn't go on Christian Hustle. I, I feel like it would it would have took too much of me as a person. Mm-hmm. I don't even know this man. And it's just that Crenshaw movement, like they've been doing, I've been out of high school almost four years now. That Crenshaw thing was something when I was in high school. Yeah. So when I know when Nipsey Hustle died, I got a couple homies from 60s, like it hurt them. They couldn't even say nothing like they said 60 to 60s don't have nothing to say. And the real homies know don't post nothing. Yeah. Don't post nothing. When they we real they like they like well no, we real Chris, we don't post no snitching nothing. It's and when um that's being said as in everybody was sharing the dude that they said killed Nipsey Hustle, nobody from 60s, nobody that was really close to him, really like for him, ain't nobody posting him because you know, you no, want to handle you want to handle it in the streets. That's considered snitching, and it is considered and like snitching. Lorenzo at the end saying, of the day, no matter what, like Lorenzo was was saying that that snitching is that's not something that our generation is for. Like you know, we got a couple homies. Everybody got their couple yeah, homies sure, in the sure. hood that do sure. snitch, but in our generation, yeah, that snitching is it. we're not for it. That's something really big that you know we speak up on with no problem, but. For, you know, Nipsey Hussle's death, it affected so many people. Not even but can I ask you, why do you think his, what made this, what made this death, did not even going to say, this celebration of life, because we're here to come and go. We got to keep looking at death. It's the drastic part that happened, but we got to look at death as, it's a given. It's a given. We all going to go. So we got to kind of change the dynamics and make it, because it's a celebration of life now. We from um, West LA, but um, we don't even have anybody in West LA that, that's like a. We don't have a leader. A leader. We don't yeah. have any black leaders. We, you know, the black leaders that we are supposed to have, like Al, uh, you know, Al Sharpton. Like the older people, they're not even really leaders. They don't know what they're talking about. So we don't have anybody to honestly look up to or relate to. Relate to. So um, so so what the youth is saying right now. Is that they don't have nobody to look up to. All I owe well, 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 now, now, well, now, now, and I and I hear you guys. I hear you guys. But but listen to coach's response. My response that that you don't have nobody to look up to, but you are the future. Now we're gonna have to look up to you guys. But you that, that that I'm speaking right now. You guys are gonna have to change the narrative. You are gonna have to be the future of the movement, whatever it is gonna be, whatever that entails. It's gotta be. It's gonna have to be about you guys, cause I coached at Dorsey. Uh, 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 some of the coaches that I coach, uh, Coach JG is mine from Dorsey. I mean from uh, Crenshaw. 
he play, he played for me. Uh, 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 I coached Dorsey when we won the championships. I mean, I, I know a lot of them babies too, and and I understand how they feeling. The key to why you feel the way you feel right now is because this is the first time in history, in history, that they have publicized and put it on social media how somebody got killed in broad daylight. We ain't seen nobody like that. When the last time you can uh, you seen of uh, somebody you know or know of get their head blown off in broad daylight. So that that's called trauma. Trauma affects affects the spirit, the mind and the body when you are when you are sleeping. Meaning that I tossed and turned in my sleep because I witnessed what I saw on national T V or on social media. I say that thing over and over and over. My, my, my kids had to they cut their social media off because they did not want to see that again. I was saying that the, the same age. At first, I was, you know, I wanted to see, like, I want to see, like, why, you know, I want to see, like, how, but now, right. you know, a week later, I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing Man, it. I'm like, I mean, our generation, ah, you know, we all we can do is hope for the best, but I feel like it's not going to get any better. But it's up to you to make a difference. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely up to you. You guys got to start about it. to say, but unless you come up with solutions, some, some suggestions, and start trying. To that's why we need to do dialogue like this every day. Started, then you're just talking. And that's why we point. need to do. And that's why we need to do dialogue. We need to get the real main people that's really serious about the change. That's the only way it's just going to change. Is the real people. Cause you're going to have well, 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 what? you're going to have 100 people in a no. room, and only 25 might want to be doing it. You know, like, well, I, here, I, here's one, go, ahead, go ahead, Cornell. Talk up in your mind. Yeah, I said, here's, here's one change. They had me on national radio yesterday and the day before. And one of the things that I mentioned to our young people is that our people, I'm talking about African-American people, Afrocentric people, we spend $1.4 trillion per year with somebody else. We don't spend none of that money with ourselves. So that was what Nipsey was about. He's like, man, let's start something in the hood. I know they, I, I, he said in his interview the other day, is that I, I just did T-shirts and socks because I know the homies wanted the T-shirts. Well, start right there. It, it went to something else before he got the Crenshaw logo and then patented it, and now it's all Crenshaw, it's all his. But it had to start somewhere. I don't care if it's, you know, uh, just think about what you're wearing every day, baby girls. I'm talking to both of y'all. If you look at your tennis shoes, if you look at your shoestrings, if you look at the belt, if you look at your earrings, if you look at your glasses, if you look at your sweater, we don't buy none of that from us. We buy it from everybody else. You don't have to be mad because you got to go spend your money with your own people. They got us confused like that. And, let me and tell I'm a you strong advocate. Of- when I went shopping with my boyfriend, uh, we were at the Citadel outlet. And, you know, Tommy Hilfiger is known not to like black people and you know when we walked in the store you know a little boy he was beaten and he didn't have no bags or nothing and he they went out there and they checked him he was hispanic and you know that was the end of that i ended up leaving and i came back and as i was walking in an asian lady she was walking out and she was beeping and she had bags full of stuff no they didn't even chase her they didn't chase her anything um, you know, I touched a couple things, and I was gonna buy some more stuff. And I went to, I went outside to go get my boyfriend, and uh, I started beeping as I walked out. And like five people came and chased after me. 
Five people came and checked out. I'm like, I don't even have nothing. Like, you know, we're close so we can hear you. Right, and you, you should have took all of it back and gave it back. Oh, that purse right here. Right she grabs my purse. I said, excuse me, what are you doing? Excuse hmm. me, what are you doing? You know, I can, I'm, I tend to get very belligerent, you know, when it comes to respect and touching me. And I said, what are you doing? She started grabbing to see what's in your purse. Why do you need to see what's in my purse? I didn't take anything. I didn't take anything. You just seen that Asian lady leap uh, out the door and you didn't touch her. So what's up? And she, uh, she's like, what are those socks? What are those socks? I'm like, I didn't even take anything. Like, I don't want to go through this. So, you know, like, you know, like, it just and, goes. And, and that right that. there. <laughs> I was That's talking how we to the lady. watched everything that happened. And she was a lawyer. She said, you can sue Tommy Hilfiger for something like that. Because that wasn't cool. So so what you're saying is what's going on in our community is just more than just stigmatizing us as what color we are. It's about how we move and what we, they don't really want us to buy their product. So what I want to do, so what I want to do, I want Carnell to finish with what he was saying about the economic part. That's all. I don't think he finished. Go ahead, Carnell. Uh, well, well, you know, when we talk about economics, I mean, even the cars we make, we, we, our, our ancestors, uh, you know, we got to look at history. Our ancestors helped build this country with, 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 uh, with a third-grade education. Now, everybody always talk about go to school, go to school, get you a good education. But we seem to understand, and we understand now that just by getting a good education ain't enough. You got people that are having master's degrees and PhDs that ain't got a job. You have to create your own economic base, and that's where Nip, that's where Nipsey got, got it in. That's where Jay Z getting it in. All these dudes, these these moguls, they buying up stuff now. So even if you if it's you two best friends that I hear y'all talking together, if y'all started y'all business together as business partners, whatever nickels and dimes you got, you got to start somewhere. You got to have somebody who believes in your story, who, who trusts that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. If we give you, uh, uh, let's say, uh, a conventional loan to start your business, I don't know what type of business you might want to start, but at least you have the opportunity to do that. Those are the, the ways that you guys should start looking into now. You, you, got, you guys got it much easier than we did. We didn't have the, 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 the time of just a click. You can go on the Internet and click and say, all right, I want to be the next businesswoman of the year. What is that going to take? You can go in there and Google it and click it and you have a hundred different things come up on how you be woman of the year. And then you kind of choose your lane. But you don't have to You don't have to go out and spend your hard-earned money with somebody else who don't even respect you, who don't even like you, and don't even want you wearing, buying their stuff. That's crazy. But we do it anyway. I ain't saying you, but we. I, I, I ain't even talking about myself. I used to go in a, in the store and buy the, the, the Jordans. They'd be $200. I said, give me 10 pairs. I want all of them. And here I find out that Jordan, the black man, they doing Jordan shoes overseas for $7 and, and, and enslaving people to do it. I never bought another pair of Jordans since. That was 30 years ago. But only because we waking up. This, this movement of what took, case, took place with Nipsey going on to heaven, it moved you guys into a new space right now, mind, body, and spirit to do something better. That's what you're all about right now. The millennium, and we're ready to help you because we're, 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 we're elders. Ain't too much more we could do. Like y'all said, when, when we get 80, you guys are going to be, you know, 
uh, a forty. Right. You know, but you, hey, you hey, Parnell. Like, and that's what I'm trying to grab them now, man. That's what I'm trying to be on their team right now, man. Yeah. Need they need change. this platform. Yeah. They need this platform. We need to show them how to do what you doing. So these two young babies, they can take this thing and run with it, and we support them. And they start their own national mo- movement for the youth. You know, because I, I couldn't see nobody wanting to get on this radio and talk about how they're going to change the world. They can do it one child at a time. They yeah. can do it. Oh, I'll girl. be glad to have kids. Um, I don't have any kids, but I do, you know, I have a goddaughter. You know, I treat her as if she was mine. And my it, daughter. It, it, it makes me, like, disgusted. Like, you know, I have my friend bringing up a daughter, not even a boy, but a daughter. In this in this world, like it's fucked up. And so 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 what these young ladies saying is, any kids that's being born now, it's and, up. and and it's and it's kind of scary because of what's going on now to what's going on in their age. So now, if we don't take charge and y'all don't take charge and we don't understand the charges that they got to take after us, our kids, our great grandkids, not gonna have anything because we didn't respect the ones that's coming up after us. And that's why I feel it was very important to have this open forum to let these youths. I wish more use would have called in and you would have came in, <coughs> you know, excuse my cold. I wish a little more, more use next time. We can do it again next week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I commend these young ladies for just coming on, speaking the real, like I told oh, yeah. them, be real. So, um, I feel like we should start back buying black so we can get you Ain't know, no question. back on topic. Um, we should start buying black. Like, for example, a lot of people felt um, Nipsey's prices, if you guys don't know, he has his own clothing line. You can go to the marathonclothing.com yep. and you'll find his stuff there. But um, a lot of people felt like his price is too high. But if you really think about it, you really um, buy something valuable because when you're buying into his stuff, you're buying into the community as well because you know what Nipsey does with his money. If you really think about it, so I think we should start buying black. We should start back buying black. Like, for example, um, I'll do that myself because if you know me, I love Fashion Nova, and that the person that owns Fashion Nova is definitely not black. So, um, I think that's something that we should all start doing as a community. Like, there was this whole thing with Gucci and all that stuff. We should definitely start buying back black. and hey, this is a millennial talking, y'all. This ain't no old folks, y'all. So remember, I said this is That's right. We're woke. So, yeah. We're woke to a certain extent. They say they woke to a certain yeah. extent. Uh, uh, Hey, hey, you, hey, you know that's my that's my motto. Stay woke. <laughs> also, one of my friends, Juliana, we we went to Beverly together, so we kind of. Uh, had a different upbringing, but we still we still had our own problems and situations. We still real. We still got truth to us. Um, she said nobody doesn't do nothing. Um, you know, people would go fast and get a babysitter to go out the club, but then when it's time, you know, to make a change within something, no one's really down for it unless um, somebody dies. So. I mean, we can make a change into that. We can start doing things different with that. I mean, try to start helping our community more, like really getting involved in things more instead of just trying to um, pollute negativity. We buy 
Yeah. And then another one of my friends said, um, Clevy, she said we we would buy Nike and Nike's like a hundred dollars and up. That I mean that's pretty expensive I mean, if you think about it. And then another thing, uh, Michael Jordan is black. He is black. He's black, but you know, he doesn't put his money in the black community. Not in the black community, from what I heard, he um he invest in prison and stuff. Yeah, just like Magic Johnson. Yeah. And that's another story. We're gonna um <laughs> like, like I said, this counter politics, this is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh the topic is about the use, as understanding the use. I got my coach Ward online. He's a phenomenal guy out in South Central, which he'd have put almost eight thousand young men in the NFL and colleges across the nation. Uh, I thank him for calling in, giving us input. Uh, like I was asking Carnell, can we actually do an open forum in Los Angeles? Just as quick as they threw the, the people that come together on Crenshaw and, and, and Slauson, let's throw together. Let's call on the youth the same way. Let's make a call out for the youth the same way. Let's say, youth, all y'all come on down here. Let's have a talk right now. Because it's summertime. It's vacation time. It's springtime. We got enough time to say more lives. Oh, I'm gonna do my. I'm, hey, I want to do my part, and this is my start right here on what's going on in South Central. This is what I can do right now for South Central. You know what I'm saying? I can come bring it to the podium, to the podium, make it an open forum. You want to talk? You want to speak? You want to be heard? Call in my show. You want to be on it? You can speak and talk. I mean, I'm just excited about what went on tonight. I don't know if anybody had any last words. We done been on almost for uh, an hour and a half. I don't want to bore people. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever want to bore you. Um, <laughs> y'all, you have any last words? You have something you want to say over there? Another thing is, um, yeah, when I went to Dorsey, um, I feel like when I was in high school, I didn't take a lot of this stuff serious. Like, so she said she was in high school. She didn't take this stuff. What do you mean you didn't take this? Serious? I didn't take a lot of stuff like you know, like the economics class. You know, I was um, I played basketball. I played for Newville for three years, and she, you know, she always, she was. I never understand it, like why she was on it so tough, like Newville, and then we had Coach Gibbs. He was on the boards tough, and um. I never understood why they wrote us like that, but now, you know, I kind of, I understand why, because they didn't want anything but the best for us, because we were their kids away from their kids. So, you know what, Ben, so Ben, that you're saying that, and that's the same way us sisters and brothers out in the streets feel. We got some information. Some of the, some millennials hear it, some of us don't, some of them do, some of them don't. Not to say we know about everything, but there's some information, valid information between the lines what we speak. Um, I was also that same way. I was the same way. As I got older, I wonder why this math teacher never literally really let me, and I understood why, you know. And as I got older, I got to count money real good. I didn't need to be a, a, a mathematician. I was actually a money, good money counter, you know what I'm saying? Now I under, once I got to count that money, I understood what my teacher was telling me. I got to realize I got to make more money than my teacher. So... That just put me in another category on what I'm talking about, but at the same time, I'm getting tired, y'all. So I'm getting kind of drained because I had a long day. You know, I keep a 1,000, which is just Compton Politics. This is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Um, this was a hot subject. 
So, very uh, hot subject. So, and uh, we've got to talk right here so they can hear you. So I see you see right there. Go on. Come on, producer. You over there. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, we got a side producer over there trying to be producer and stuff. But do you have any more things to say? Um, what? Okay. Someone on here, they said uh, we should keep putting our dollars um, circling, circulating amongst each other. This is what we got and to do. This is when you know the money is circulating. When I was selling drugs, this is what I did. I used to mark my money. I used to put my name on my money. And if my money came back to me, I knew my money was circulating back in the community. So I want everybody to take a dollar and put your name on that dollar and go spend that dollar and wait for that dollar to come back. Cardinal, how many times that happened to you? You got your dollar, your $20, your $100 bill back. Well, I tell you, um, um, I got. I, is the baby still? Can they hear me? Let yes, they can. You're talking your mom. You're talking okay. your phone a little bit more. Okay. So listen, I was what they call uh, a goddamn fool. Excuse my language, because every time I made money, I spent it. I wasn't trying to save it. I wasn't trying to hold on to it. I felt because I didn't have it before and when I got it I want to help people I got I did it the wrong way I did it the wrong way meaning that I got the money thinking I was gonna get it to help somebody but it really only killed everything that I loved and I used to spend 40 and 50 and 60 thousand dollars every day this is before you guys were born and, and Lorenzo can actually tell you that it was because we had access if we didn't have access then we wouldn't have been able to do those things you know, a man with a third-grade education showed me how to make a million dollars a day. However, he never showed me how to hold on to it. Mm. So that's why it's important for you to take care of your, your academics. That, that that when you said that teacher was trying to get you to do good in the finance in the finance class, because it's going to take you to be able to hold on to it. You won't have to make the same mistakes that we did. We was dying and trying to go to prison for life. God spared our life because that light bulb moment came on, and we took we took heed to what God was trying to do. That's why Lorenzo is doing what he does. That's why I do what I do. All I want to do for you guys now is I don't care what it is. If you need help in anything, it ain't going to cost you a dime. It's only going to cost you some time, and I mean that. And that's, coach, that's coming from Coach Ward. That's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. Listen to this. I know y'all listening in. Get the app on your phone. Get the T25CL.com app on your phone. Actually, this is a black-owned company. I'm going to put it out there like that. This is a black-owned. The Galaxy Chief and the Miss Galaxy Chief was on the line. They got off the line. Um, this is a black-owned company. This is a 24-hour radio station. This is a independent record label this is an independent film company we show films we show movies we do music if you want to forget about kjlh i ain't hating on them forget about power 106 don't get the app get it on your phone listen to the music you got independent music if you're an artist you want to sell your music come be a member of t25 family if you have a movie you want to show you want to make your money and show and send somebody channel to t25 come to t25 we're going to be at a lot of different community events coming up. So look out for us, okay? If you need a radio show to come out, to sponsor, to support, to get your event out there on a worldly level, call me, 
Compton Politics to come out. I can set up a booth. I can bring my young host. I can bring my other host. Whatever you need, we can do uh, interviews right on the spot. Whatever you need at your event, okay? I don't want to put that out there. You have any, any last words, Kriana, to the world? Um, so I'm agreeing with my friend who said um, also buy, buy Black, but hold everyone accountable and helping the community. That's definitely something that we should all take into consideration if we really want to pass on Nipsey's legacy the right way, because that's all what he was about. And he definitely helped his community. He helped his, his brothers. He helped his, his homies, all that. So if we really want to, if we really want to make a change, if we really want to continue on what he was doing, if we want to, you know, be great as he was, if we want to become entrepreneurs, if we want to become um, young leaders out here, young activists out here, we got to start somewhere. And that's something that he acknowledged. Also, we should definitely start investing into ourselves. We should definitely start doing that. Um, when you start investing in yourself more, you start learning more about yourself. You start really um, getting in tune with you. Everybody should do that as well, just for some self-care. Invest in all the things that you really think, you know, inspire you, what you want to do. We all still young. We still got a lot of life to live. But, you know, that's that's a great step, a great step just to take in life. Um, but yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. So, but it all starts with you. So if you really want to make a change, it all starts with you. You got to look at that mirror and you really got to be serious on who you want to be in life and the change that you want to make. All right, all right, all right. Well, I want to just thank my, my, my not my special guest, but my co-host. She's welcome anytime. I hope y'all like her get down. I mean, I'm gonna invite her back because we're gonna have something to talk about next week. Um, but we're gonna come with a plan next week. Uh, Carnell, I'm really looking forward to getting with you on that open forum, community forum, man. You know, we'd love to have these young this young lady on a panel if we can, you know, to represent the youth. Absolutely. Um, we, we can't do it without them. Yeah, man. So, you know, it's something that I hit you up this morning, but I really appreciate you calling in, brother, with the last minute. You know what I mean? But you know how serious I am. I wouldn't have called you if it wasn't serious. Um, yep. Nothing much more I can say. I'm just excited about, you know, you can actually come back and I can send you the recording of this show so you can have this copy of this show. You know what I'm saying? Right now, you can have this copy. Anybody that want a copy of this show right here, you let me know and I can send it to you. Uh, and we're going to start doing more dialogue of this. I'm trying to get more use together. Uh, we need to do the brother, the brother, the sister, the sicker, sis, the brother, the brother, the brother, the sister, the sister, the brother, round table, open forum. That's what we have to do. Yeah. You know, but you got to stay woke with the movement, though. You got to yes, stay that's, woke that's with right. Yeah, you know, I, I got uh, right before you guys uh, uh, went on air, uh, our congressman, the Mexican Waters called me from D.C., uh, and she, she had that the verse, the very first question she asked, she said, Coach, um, what do you think about me, you know, attending the funeral? I said, it would be very important to our community if you did so. Because even at that level, it, it affected people, you know. And she's been the longest standing running congressperson in the history. She's been in the, in, in the White House for over 45 years, you know. 
one of the most powerful black women in the world. And 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 she loves the millennium. She would have loved to hear these babies talk tonight. That I talk to her often, all the time. And her whole thing is about you, young people. That's that's that her get down. And, and she and she old enough to be my mom. So that goes to show you that she want you guys to definitely hold on to whatever God has given you for your future. Don't give up when it looks ugly, when it looks dim. Know that. God ain't going to put too much on you that you can't bear, and he going to make a way out of no way. Count on God. Don't count on man. Count on God. That's right. Well, I hope one day that you can let this young lady meet that 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 dynamic woman. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, Maxine Waters was her age at one time. And for this young lady, she might have been talking like Maxine Waters was talking back in those days. And at this age right here, you feel what I'm saying? So uh, maybe we could work something out. You know, where this yep. young lady can actually meet her, you know, and maybe inspire her to go to another level where we might really Absolutely. need her. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it takes exactly. those type of meetings, you know. Um, you know how we have met people, how we became coaches and rock stars and mm. athletics, and we done did many things. That's what I told you. Hey, you know, you, know, you know who it was who gave me my first start? Even when he knew I did wrong, I'm talking about he's being in, he's, he's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think at the end of this month, Paul Knox at Dorsey High School, he gave me my he gave me a second chance when he knew I was out in the streets doing wrong. I came to him and I was like, Coach, I want to get out the streets. He said, Well, come on, you can be a coach with me, and hired me at Dorsey High School. And while I was there, we went 36 and four. We went to the championship three years in a row. We won one, we lost two, and then I left there and became the head football coach at Compton College. Where we turned that program around, I took that team to to his first bowl game in 50 years. But it was because somebody forgave me. I forgave myself. Somebody gave me another chance, and that's and that's what it's about. Even with Nipsey giving somebody another chance, that's why he go reach back to his homeboy. That's why he reached back. That's right. I guess I appreciate everybody for coming in on the show tonight. This is Compton Politics. Uh, Cornell, I'll be hitting you up like tomorrow or something, man. If you, like, if you want to get the guy, I know you're busy and stuff, you know. I know yeah. what the funeral is. Well, I like, like to, I like to say uh, thank you to the young ladies. Really, thank you guys. I, I really appreciate uh, hearing, hearing from you guys. You, you guys, you guys lifted the burden off me, man. I, I couldn't shake. I can't shake it either. <laughs> I've been sleeping with this thing ever since last Sunday, so. But you guys are helping to, to lift the burden. And I, I appreciate you guys. I, I'm going to keep you guys in my prayer that you continue to keep, you know, stay focused and move forward and, and do great things in this world we live in. Okay. okay. Thank you very much, man. I'm going to end the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Next Monday, I remember on tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and maybe sunday there's a show on every night on t25cl so it's not just my show on mondays we got a show every night at 7 30. so tune in on t25 look at the schedule and check out what's going on we might elaborate this on another show so i might be calling y'all again and say you know what my other folks with the other the other personality want to talk about this so we can keep it keep it consistent. we have to stay consistent with this right here this is not something that i just want to just do this and tease the people 
I want next week, I want to do it again and again and again. That's why I do these shows every Monday for the last four years consistently. It's called consistency. I think I'm on my 300 show. It might be the numbers not, might be mixed up, but I know I'm almost on my 300 show. And that's a lot of shows. That's a lot of dedication. That's a lot of keeping in, in, in consistent on a Monday at 730, even when Monday night football go down. I'm still rolling, even when the game on. So let's just stay consistent. Let's stay consistent on helping the community, and so the community can see some 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 finalizing. Let's help these youths get more smarter. Let's help these youths. Let's get smarter with the youths. Let's not think that we always gonna come and dictate what the youths need to do, because remember, the OGs is the phone for the youths. They don't need us. All they got to do is Google. They can get all the answers they want. But for us to get respect from the youths. We got to give them respect back. That's all I have to say. This comes in politics. Five, four, three, two, one. Compton politics. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.